Bill DeMont never dreamed, hadn't for as long as he could remember. The popular wisdom was that you simply had to dream, or you'd go crazy. You'd maybe already be crazy. So he assumed he did, really. He just couldn't recall a thing, not a single image. Practically speaking, that was as good as not dreaming at all, which was fine with him because he doubted that his dreams were going to enlighten him much. Bill DeMont was a grade-A, all-American bastard, and he damn well knew it. His father had been before him, and probably his father before that. He got to live the life every day. He didn't need to dream about it, too. But there had to be dreams, or elsewhere would all this talking come from. He talked in his sleep. Pretty much every night, if you were to believe Annie, his current live-in girlfriend, or Laura, his soon-to-be ex-wife, or any of the squeeze he got on the side. And he guessed it had started way back in college, because he remembered he'd sure scared the hell out of Harry, his last roommate, the second night in their apartment together, by sitting bolt upright in bed and saying, I have come to you through space and time, but not through New Jersey, and then going back to sleep again. Harry was kind of leery of him for the next week or so. Couldn't blame him. New Jersey, for God's sake. What you dream, he'd said, is how you see others seeing you. Well, Harry was a psych major, so what would you expect? He could talk some mean Freudian, Jungian, or Reichian dynamics, but Bill was less interested in Harry's analysis than in his wallet back in those penny-pinching college days. Harry was a rich kid, Harry also had a crush on the proverbial tall, dark, and handsome Bill Dumont, and Bill didn't want to fork out all that tuition money if he didn't have to. And as the saying went, it was all pink on the inside. Bill feigned a fervent affection for the entire senior year, secretly boffing cheerleaders and business majors on the side, taking them to nice, expensive restaurants on Harry's cash. Between the tuition and party money, Bill took the poor chump for a small fortune. When Harry got the gist, he blew his head off, day after graduation. Too bad, but hey, Harry's mental problems weren't Bill's problem. This dreaming business, though. From age thirty on, everybody complained about Bill's talking in his sleep. Laura had even bought earplugs, which he thought was pretty damn rude. But at least the bitch never really complained much after that, except occasionally about the earplugs bothering her. Go sleep on the couch if you don't like the damn things, he'd suggested once. But she never did. Laura was insecure, and Bill was, well, proverbially tall, dark, and handsome. He loved to think about other women when he was putting the blocks to her. Pretty fair lay, though she had been. But as for the talking, Bill supposedly spoke in a clear conversational voice, and everything he said evidently made perfect sense or would have if you could find a context for it. But you couldn't, at least he couldn't, because the context was the dreams, and he never remembered his dreams. The talking was a minor annoyance as far as he was concerned. It didn't disturb his sleep. Annie seemed even to find it funny at first. Who's Millie? he remembered her asking one morning. There was a scratch on one of his knuckles, a little dried blood there, and he was looking at that, trying to figure out how it had gotten there while he slept. What? Who's Millie? You talked in your sleep last night. She laughed, 
Millie, 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 you said. Your lover on the side, huh? Then she laughed again. She trusted him. He didn't know why she should. He laughed too, almost too quickly. Millie, that's what we call Reginald Milton, one of my best clients. He hands me half a million a year to let him in on all the hot IPOs. Thank God for guys like Millie. Decades of practiced lying had given Bill a knack for credible comebacks in a pinch. There was no Reginald Milton, no Millie. Millie was a cute but abundantly flawed fifty-dollar trick he picked up once in a while when Annie was away on business. And it occurred to him then that this talking shit could possibly get him into trouble. There was a whole lot of stuff Bill didn't want to be yammering about in his sleep, or anywhere, for that matter.